Get your brand on board with our podcast and a sponsorship campaign and get into the earphones of 100,000 plus highly engaged music and comedy fans within our show and across ACAST's other famous podcasts. I'll even come up with a creative for you. Get in touch via producerpool.co.uk and we'll have a chat about how it works. A funny taste in music with Andrew Bird. Hello. That was a good one. Uh, hello. Welcome to A Funny Taste in Music. Um, this week it's Jake Lambert. Now this is exciting because his battery is low on his laptop. What a lovely edge it gives to the podcast. It could, it could go at any moment. So, uh, Jake, he's, he's, he um, started off weirdly in stand-up. It's quite weird for stand-up. He started off just writing jokes on Twitter and then uh, thought, maybe I should try this in front of humans. And he's a brilliant comedian. He's very, very funny. Um, deceptively young-looking. Um, so, he's coming up very shortly. There's adverts before that. Uh, plow through them. Also, donate to the Patreon page if you would. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast and provide financial support, feel free. Feel bloody free. And uh, my tour is October and November. If you'd like to go to my website, www, there's three of them, dot, put that dot in, andrewbirdcomedian.com. Um, there's tickets on there for the tour. So this is a really fun episode. Jake, he's made notes. He's made bloody notes. God bless him. And he's determined to get through them. So here we go. Please welcome Jake Lambert. A funny taste in music. The interview next. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're 31, did you just say that? Yeah. 31. I have, I have, I had the thing of I've always looked older. I didn't oh. realise that. I've always looked a lot. When I moved to London and I was 21, so by the time I'd have been like 22, 23 maybe at the time, I remember we were working uh, beyond the bar. And we were, and just the, the subject of how old people are came up and someone said, someone casually said to me, oh, well, you'd know, you're in your 30s. And I was like 22 <laughs> at the time, 23 maybe. I was like, what? 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 Not even 30, you're in your 30s, which could suggest 35. And um, and I asked everyone, just casually, not at the same time, just went up to everyone one by one, how old do you think I And all of them said 30, 33, 34. And I was like 22 at the time. And I'm hoping, and even now, people, so I'm hoping it's going to even out. I'm 40 now. I think it might even... Yeah, I think it might even out when I'm about 45. Yeah. I might just stay like that. Until That'll I'm just 60. happen, hopefully. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I'm thinning. You've still got a cracking head of hair. Thank thinning you, mate. And everything. I know this is not what this podcast's about. Um, <laughs> but you, the, you have the expressions of someone who's been through a lot, don't you? Your face <laughs> yeah. it looks like. Yeah. I, uh, I get that. I get told that often. I often, you know, when you see everyone does that, where they see a photo of themselves and go, "Oh, oh, is that? Oh." 
Oh, I do that a lot. Where yeah. I catch, you know, sometimes you catch your eyes in the mirror when you're driving. Yeah. You look at, see your own eyes. I look at them and go, fucking, just my eyes look angry. I can only see my eyes and they look just annoyed, moody, slightly disappointed in the world. Just yeah. My eyes. You'd have been yeah. good on like Green Street or Football Factory. You just always look like menacing. I should get some work as an extra. Yeah, you'd be good at that because you'd be a very type, wouldn't you? Because if they're like making a film about like uh, like the nineties in Manchester, you'd fit straight in. Oh, they make about mate. football hooliganism in London, you'd fit straight in. Yeah, yeah. I could, I've, I've, <laughs> but yeah, then you've got, got a lovely smile as well. I've got a range. You see, I've got a range yeah. of my extra acting. That's why I think on stage sometimes, I think it, I can't talk about. You know, comedians can get really annoyed about stuff on stage and it's really funny when a comedian like gets really like properly annoyed and really slags someone off or something yeah i don't think i can do that too early on i need to establish <laughs> that i'm not a football hooligan because it just looks like unpleasant anger and aggression because i've got that fu- i get uh, i get told quite a lot that i look like a boxer and yeah i do i do boxing as in the exercising I've never actually boxed. Right. I've never f- had a fight. I've sparred twice and shit myself and refused oh. to do it again. I'm a wimp. <laughs> but um, so I look. Like, it's yeah. annoying that because boxers look like boxers because they've been repeatedly punched in the face. So I look <laughs> like I've been punched in the face, but I haven't. No, just you, by life it looks more like. Yeah, just worn down. Just, just <laughs> it, the air around me has bent my nose slightly, but. Um, so thir- you're 31, so you're nearly sort of about 10 years younger than me. So that means I can, for this, I can really, as, as, is, the, as is the rule when talking about music, because I'm older, I can be quite condescending and patronising and assume I know more than you. Oh, you we all, we definitely all know, the rules. know more than me. No, yeah, no, no. I'm... Oh, no, relax. Relax immediately. This podcast, <laughs> I, I should say this more often. I don't want, I'm not like a hard-hitting musical journalist. I don't claim to know everything. I'm like an obsessive football fan, but right. just doesn't really, you know, couldn't actually play, <laughs> just really into it. Um, I don't have loads of knowledge. I have loads of knowledge in really, really niche-specific areas and right. then haven't heard of bands completely. So don't panic. Don't worry. So can I ask something? Cause it, I, I, because yesterday I started to, like, look through because I always have and I've realised actually the best thing to do is just to come and be honest I think when it comes to music it's the closest I get to having some sort of identity crisis oh right yeah. where I go I just don't know and I don't understand like I I could see a footballer and I could tell you maybe his last sort of three or four clubs the country he plays for very easily without really thinking much about it but with music when people talk like I could like a band and then Somebody would tell me a member of that band, and I'm like, I don't know their names. I don't know. I don't need no. to know their names. I just don't do any research. Is that how you do it? You have to actually do some research, read Enemy no. or whatever. No, I don't think. I don't think so. That's the the funny thing. Like some, I sometimes uh, I'll get into a band, and then I need to know everything about them. I need to know who they are, where they're from, watch right. interviews. But then there's some bands I have no idea. I don't know where they're from. Don't know what they look like. Yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite happy with that. But yeah, if, if I get really into them, then I have to know immediately everything about them. Uh, right, and that, and that and it's weird because there's no set rules, is there? There's like some. Sometimes I think 
to be a great band, you have to have you have to like the people in it have to be like really funny and have an attitude and have something to say. Mm. And then sometimes, like Neil Finn from Crowded House would say, all of that just gets in the way of the music. It's just about the music. And you're like, oh yeah, good point. So, yeah. Sometimes, like like I love Oasis because I love uh, Noel and Liam are funny, got stuff to say. And then you, there's other bands that have got nothing to say, but then the music's amazing. So I guess it's similar with comedians, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'll, yeah. In in that you can watch somebody who's just silly and funny with no opinions on anything and just love yeah. it for what it is. Yeah. And then you can watch someone who's really political. Yeah. And love and that. And you both and you realise how much the, the the whole thing basically is just making whatever they're talking about really accessible. Yeah, yeah. That's basically the key, isn't it? Yeah, the same with yeah, the same with music. So you don't, yeah. you don't. You've never, you've never gone into a band where you've wanted to know everything about them and you know all the people in the band? I would say my favourite band is um, Modest Mouse. Do you know Modest oh, Mouse? Oh, nice, yes. I, I only know, but then I know nothing about them. Right. I, I only know a couple of tunes, but I only know them because Johnny Marr. Yes, I'm right. I'm a massive fan of Johnny Marr. Right, and this was something I had to be told. Okay. So they're my favourite band. And someone would go, oh, Johnny Marr was in them for a while. I was like, was he? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> that, was <good>. <laughs> <laughs> that was good of him. <laughs> yeah, that's it? what it felt like. It yeah. felt like if sort of Ronaldo went down to Burnley for a bit and just helped him out for a season. I was like, that's good of him, wasn't it? <laughs> and I love Modest yeah. Mouse, but I'm sure people love Burnley. But I like, so I, like, I have their album and I love lo- albums and I love them. Um, but I don't really know anything about them. And oh. they just—I check like maybe twice a year. I'll check, and they just don't seem to ever come to England anymore. So I've never yeah. seen them live. Oh, you've um, not seen them live, but you'd say no. they're your favourite band. Yeah, and they've been my favourite band since I reckon two thousand and five. Oh Jesus! Yeah, well, it's a fair old long obsession. Well, not obsession. You don't know any of them. <laughs> you <laughs> you've never seen them live. <laughs> But uh, it's a it's a casual obsession. There's not many people's favourite band. You couldn't name anyone in them, and you've never seen them live. No, I no, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. But it's like football again. Like, does it make you any less of a supporter if you you or if you love the team, but you've never actually gone to a game? Yeah, same that's true. Thing. Yeah, because you might just not be able to. Like yeah. you could say. Like you're a big fan of like the last dance, Chicago Bulls in the nineties were incredible. Yeah. But um, I guess you could name some of them at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, yeah, but I've watched the documentary. Uh there's not there's to be fair, there's not an eight part documentary on Netflix about Modest Mouse, or you might you might have a bit of a clue what's going on. I was gonna say I could make it, but it would be horrendous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you'd have to do some research. But you but so how did you get into Modest Mouse then? My, I reckon, I'd, I'd say at least 60% of my music influence came from the show The O.C. Really? Yeah, definitely. Uh, did you ever watch The O.C.? No, but I do remember, uh, I do remember, did that have on it, um, did that have on it Lumineers? Hey, who oh, was that something else? Oh, no, I think they would have been later, because they would have been around 2000 and. 11, 12, that song came out, I think. Yeah. Maybe 13. Well, but like something else then. But yeah, so yeah, they were like, they had, I mean, they even had physically on the show uh, in the first series, they had the Killers. 
uh, were playing in like the lighthouse, which is like the, the place they had to go to. But it was always, every episode was really, would have a new artist you'd not heard of. So a lot came through there, like bands that I'm still, like, like, like now, like Rooney. Do you know Rooney? There's no. a song called Shoo Shoo Shaking, which I really love. And I was going to do my show at Edinburgh, it was going to be called Shimmy Shake, and that was going to be the song. Yeah. So I love those. And then Modest Mouse uh, were used, I think, at the end of an episode uh, called the, the World at Large. They used that song. And I was like, this is amazing. This is because I like busyness. My, I get distracted easily. Right. So Modest Mouse, they've always got loads going on. Like they, they could be like, the, like singing over each other or, or like, like lots that. happening at the same yeah, yeah and I need that in my head so they're perfect for me so you know like when you hear something and you go that's that's what I need that's what I need for yeah. music is Modest Mouse so oh, nice. yeah that's, that's a good description of a, a favourite band that's all you need isn't it from a favourite that's what I need musically that's, <laughs> yeah. ticking, all, that's ticking all of my boxes yeah that's exactly good, that that's yeah. a good feeling I know yeah. exactly what you mean. I had that. The I've said I've met. I keep mentioning them on this, but I had that. That's an example I had recently of a uh, DMAs. They supported oh. Liam Gallagher, and I've mentioned them the last few episodes uh, last week with Mike Newell. Before that, with Josh Pugh, and that song come on Silver, and yes. I I was like that in my brain. I, I was like, yes, yes, I need this yeah. in my life forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a constant until I die. This song. Yeah. You know, some of their songs, DMAs, I hear and I assume that they've been out for 20 years. I'm, I'm sure I've always known this song. It's just, it's that yeah. good. It's instantly in there. That's a good, I had that was that song, Silver, by the chorus. I was like, well, I, like, but then I, my brain went, I need to know everything about this band and who they are. Right. But then no. equally, equally, you could just go, I love this song. And this, mm. this I need to, yeah. I, straight, I love that straight away where you're like, well, th this is now where you sort of think, how have I lived to this point without this being in my life? This song, yes, that yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So you were like that with Modest Mouse at the end, yeah. Of that episode that came on, and you yeah. felt like you already knew it. Yeah, I was like, I th this just sounds like something I should know. It sounds like everything. And do you know how naive I was about music, uh, about music by this point? And you're going to be so disappointed in me. No, again, so is... again, don't think of me as some kind of judge here. <laughs> Trust me, you've not heard what I'm about to say. The end, I think, of the second series, my f two favourite characters get together. They finally kiss. One of them is dressed as Spider-Man. He's hanging upside down. They do like the kiss. Uh, <laughs> the song Champagne Supernova comes on. Yeah. And I go and Google it to find out who that's by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I am fairly disappointed in that. I I thought you'd get me wrong here, but no, you got me bang on. That is, that's borderline unacceptable. Yeah, that's, that's like going love, love me do. That, is that the trogs. Um, who did yeah. you think Champagne Supernova was by? What was your inkling? I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't have enough. Um, unless it was Modest Mouse, I wouldn't have had a guess. I was just like this. This, but again, to be fair, I heard it and I just went. This is, I need this in my, this was, um, I thought it was perfect. I think it's an incredible song. And I remember just thinking, whoever this is, is clearly heavyweight. Does that make sense? You know, sometimes yeah. you hear a song, and you're like, I oh, quite like this, but you can tell they're sort of a bit new. I was like, whoever yeah. this is, is definitely, I mean, I was right, but I was yeah. also about <laughs> 10 years late. 
<laughs> well, when you, I know what you mean when you hear a song and you think that I, you already feel disappointed in yourself. Like I should probably know this. And I don't. Yeah, I yeah. mean, when I when that came up, Oasis, I was, <laughs> I was very disappointed in myself. I was thinking that's a shame. I should have known that. <laughs> you googled who it was by. And went, oh no, that's just, that's that's my bad. There, I'm gonna have to take that one. <laughs> not not as bad as this in that I I mean oh I'm enjoying this I hope you've got more of these keep these coming this is, this is on someone else I right. went to watch that film was it yesterday about the guy which was about the Beatles it, one yeah which I was I, I've got, I can't I bring myself to watch that it sounds like the most ridiculous also, idea for a film yeah, what well, the ridiculous idea was, they go, imagine if a guy woke up and he was the only one who knew the songs of the Beatles. I was like... that That's where that, that should was... have ended in that meeting. There. Yeah. Someone should have went, shut up, mate. Yeah. There. Or, or, well, yeah, unless you're going to make a biography about uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, who it actually happened to. <laughs> yeah. They I... did wake up one morning and we didn't know the songs and then they wrote one. That's what happens to them regularly. That's why they're the best. Don't yeah. just give it to someone else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that would have been the way to go. But there's a horrific, horrific scene in that where somebody goes, I can't remember how it happens. He ends up driving. To, oh, I think it's because the Beatles never existed. He drives to the house and John Lennon is still alive. So John Lennon just opens the door. Um, because I guess, I don't know, I guess whoever, that guy, who, who was the guy that killed him who had Catcher in the Rye? Uh, I've refused to say his name out loud because he's giving him more publicity and that's what he wanted from doing that. Well hey, we both on board that's with that? That's good. Yeah, that, I like that. That vermin, he wouldn't have done that if the Beatles weren't known. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, so I guess, yeah. So uh, so he comes in, he goes there, John Lennon opens the door and the person I was I was with turned to me and said, is that really him? And I went, that's worse. That is definitely worse than me not knowing who Shavon Zivanova was by. Yeah, yeah, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, so just yeah, want to make that, worse. let you know, I'm not the worst person I know. <laughs> that, oh, I thought this was going to be another one of yours, though. I was looking forward to that. No, I need, I shame to, on I your need face to, again. <laughs> there'll be more shame later coming up. I've had to make, look, I've had to page of notes just so I can remember what music I like. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's absolutely fair enough, you've done that. The I did this times... on the train back from Brighton last night. Oh, good on you. The amount of times I, I do this podcast and a week later they'll go, oh, someone will message me, I, I didn't mention Elvis. Sorry, right. <laughs> I think people know, except for Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Elv. <laughs> is, this, is that IS? <laughs> uh, I'll and I'll tell you this as well. This is a little note I made at the top. I, uh, I recently got a, uh, a record player, and I love that because it sounds so much better in my head. And I think again, what I want for music. Yeah. Um, so I do have like the Modest Mouse album now and that on vinyl. Um, yeah, I've got. Uh, Lovely. Do you know, I've gone, <laughs> I've gone to get it because, sorry, I've gone to get it because as much as I love them, their album is called Good News for People Who Love Bad News. Um, mm. But I reckon as many times as I've said that, I've also said bad news for people who love good news. So I yeah. can never remember the name of the album, but it is yeah. my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I, so I've got that. I mean, I don't, I don't, it's a funny thing with music. It seems like you have to like music and, you know, literally pass a pop quiz to like music. yes yeah it, surely it's all right to just like it and have no idea i have no idea no because my thing's film i did film at uni i love film oh well, music plays a big part in film doesn't it, it goes pretty much yeah but i think when it comes to the knowledge my spain hasn't got enough space for it yeah you've got other things going um, on 
So what I was going to say was, I went to, I, so now I did um, Birmingham Glee a couple of weeks ago. So I went to like the record store and I'm doing that now whenever I go to places. So I bought five albums from the record stores. Just to let you know what my music taste is like and how sort of oh, this is different a, it is. This is a recent cross section. We're talking I, here, yeah? What did you get? I got two albums by Rod Stewart. Uh, <laughs> an album by The Carpenters. Wowzers. An album by Neil Diamond. Good God. And gosh. an album by The Beach Boys. Wowzers Trousers. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty. Uh... All of those came to £10. Can I just oh, say? All, oh, hang on, this was a record shop or a charity shop? That, that was cheap, wasn't it? A record shop, yeah. On apparently record store day, I didn't know. But it was. Oh. Yeah, one in uh, one in Birmingham, just by the Penta Hotel they put you up oh, in. Oh, that was for a tenner. It was incredible. And they had like the music blaring, and they had all these like music nerds that travelled to this one because it was apparently record store. Dad didn't even know, Fuck but yeah, that. they were a tenner. They were amazing. So I've got- <laughs> I love the thought of you in there on record <laughs> store day, Oasis Champagne Supernova coming on, and you going, "I know this one." <laughs> <laughs> Don't be on this one, lads. <laughs> probably best while I bet while you're in there, you thought I better not talk out loud at all while I'm in here. Honestly, I kept my AirPods in, and I thought I'm actually nervous to go up to the till yeah. uh, in case the guy just asks me a question about anything that I'm buying, and I'll just yeah, yeah. I'll just probably crumble. I'll just walk out crying. I'm so glad I had a mask on, AirPods in, and a hat on, and it was like I was undercover to go and buy the record. So I knew I shouldn't be there. <laughs> oh, that's that's music should make you feel like that, though, should it? It should be inclusive. <laughs> they were so lovely as well, like that. That you, <laughs> everyone was so nice. In fact, I think it was supposed to come to like thirteen pounds, and he went, oh, "I'll just call it a tenner. Don't worry about it." So I was like, wow, thank you. Like, but I was like, oh, this happens all the time, in which case, yeah, cheers. Yeah, of course, this happens in the music world. I mean, it's never happened in HMV. But, uh, no, no, nice no, no, they very rarely do that. <laughs> um, that they will so, say, because yeah. you bought all of that, you can have that for three quid. Those things <laughs> right by the till. Yeah, 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 yeah. A chocolate bar. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, Rod Stewart. I like Rod Stewart's early stuff. Is really yeah, good. I think it might be that. I don't know when it came out. Should I get them so I can show you what they are? Yeah, if you want. One of them's got... I only got one of them because um, I didn't know the other songs, but it had Maggie May on it, and that's one of my favourite songs. Fair enough. So I've got that one. Let me find you. Tune. It's a tune. Uh, panicking now. This one. Um, here we go. So I've got that one and not on the town. Does that make sense? That looks early. That looks yeah. early, doesn't it? He looks early. Uh, and that's the back of it there. That's pretty nice. cool. And then um, Rod Stewart, every picture tells a story. That one is. Look, that picture yeah. there is telling one. That, is that telling you a story? Do you get much from that? I uh, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I like his early stuff. I think when he went like massive, you know, right. excessive in the 70s, big, big yeah, trousers okay. and all that. It all got a bit. But if you like his voice, I'll tell you I recommend. Oh, yeah. uh, oh go on. On this podcast, the music at the start is by a, a musician called John Allen, who's oh. my mate, who used to play oh. in the corner of the pub in the Bedford near oh. you. you. Do you live in Ballam still? I've, I've just moved. Now I'm in... Um, oh, I was about to write John Lennon then. What's his name? <laughs> no, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's still alive. Uh, John Allen, A-L-L-E-N, and it's J-O-N. Um, oh, he, look, the idea... He's of me googling John, John Lennon after this and thinking that's your mate. 
Um, oh. Yeah, you've, well, you just heard he died. Um, <laughs> the, um, John Allen, he's got his his voice has been compared to Rod Stewart's quite gravelly Ooh. voice. So I think you'd like that. Um, nice, but no, sorry, I'm in a uh, I'm in uh, Battersea now. Oh, no, well, nice. Yeah, also nice. Also oh. like Battersea, but um, so Carpenters. The Carpenters. Carpenters. Right. Yeah. Um, and what else was there? Neil Beach Diamond. Boys. I love Neil Diamond's voice. Yes. He's got an amazing voice, Neil Diamond, hasn't he? I haven't got Forever much of his Blue stuff. Forever in Blue Jeans. But he's, he's been sort of lumped into a kind of uh, music your parents would like. Neil Diamond's mm. safe, soft music. Yeah. I that's fair. I think he's a brilliant songwriter, isn't he? Yeah. He's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm, I can't remember what songs are on there, but I've some I've obviously never heard of. I think uh, a Chelsea morning, and I live just by there, so I've had a couple of those, I guess. Just across the bridge. <laughs> I love how you engage with that music. Well, I live near there, so uh, I should like this. We probably have a similar skyline, so yeah, great. I live, I live near there. I've experienced the morning. This is right at my Strasser. He's actually singing about my life. Yeah. I uh, it's nearly like the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> Think about your everyday experiences. Yeah. What, um, what what Beach Boys is it? I I went through a very obsessive Beach Boys period. Oh, did you? And then do you know what put me off? And this is the opposite intention of what this was. I bought a book about the Beach Boys, mm. and I tried to read it, and it put me off the Beach Boys forever. And oh it's not God. it's not really their fault. It's more the writer's fault. The bit what what the book should have been called was "I prefer the Beach Boys to the Beatles." That's what it should have been called. Because oh, every okay. page pretty much ended in, and that's why they're better than the Beatles. <laughs> it's like, all right, mate, Jesus, oh, and that's it really a shame. put me off them. And I think what put me off is what put me off the Beach Boys is every interview ever with Brian Wilson puts me off the Beach Boys. Oh, see, I'm done any Such research. Such a miserable prick. Oh, oh really? God. Yeah. Like you know, and and uh and now and now Mike Love from the Beach Boys, he's not helping their legacy either. He's a very oh. massive Trump supporter. Oh is he? Like a Trump hat cap on photo with Trump level Trump supporter. Not oh, not my. just not just some of his uh some of the things he he has implemented make some sense. Not that like proper at a rally with your hat on, with your arm around him level. Wow! Which I'm trying to got- think of some sort of a joke where it's like I don't know what you could do something with him like uh, I don't know some sort of song where it's like. But basically, the whole thing is and bomb Iran, bomb Iran, bomb yeah. bomb Iran. <laughs> oh, that that's that. There you go. There you go. Something in that. Bomb, 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 around. Bomb, around. Why is that not being done? That's uh, that's yours. You've got something that's out of this podcast. There you go. It's it was funny yeah. the other week. You like this because you like a good succinct joke. You're very, very good on Twitter. I'll say because you. Oh, that's very nice. You start. You didn't. You start writing before doing stand up. You were in a writing first. Yeah, I was just writing jokes on Twitter, yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. thought I'd just give them a go. Yeah, and it's, be- it's better with humans, isn't it? You've it turns noticed. out yeah, yeah, my own voice, yeah. which is quite nice. I didn't yeah. know. I thought people yeah, might yeah, develop in their own voice when they hear people laugh. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that's that's one for that. But we, uh, uh, Mark, I did, uh, Lloyd Langford was on, right? Oh, and, yeah. And he said, he went, he said, the oldest uh, music shop 
in Britain is in Cardiff, right? And I, he, and he said it's been there since records began. Lovely, brilliant joke. And it, but he kind of bailed out of the joke halfway through, oh. and I went, and I finished it for him because he kind of bailed. Out. And I went, what? And he went, no, I bailed out of it because I thought it was like a bit stupid. I was like, that's a well funny joke. You should do that. And then yeah. I made a thing about how we should share that as a joke. You do it because he's in Australia. You do it in in that hemisphere. I'll do it this. Yeah. Forever in the same hemisphere, we check if anyone's if he, the other one's done it. So I mentioned this to Mark Simmons. Neither of us has done it. He did a gig that night and asked someone what they do for a living, and they worked in a record shop. And his brain clearly just yeah. went there. There's that no, like no one is going to blame him for that as a comedian. No, you're working no. at speed. Your brain makes yeah. a connection. Bang! You've said it. And you've gone. As you've said it, you've gone. Oh shit! That's not mine. But. Um, he messaged me to say, oh, I'm sorry I said that joke. And I'm like, well, Lloyd doesn't want it. I've not used it. I think it's third and, but it's there for the taking. Yeah. And most importantly, did it work? Yes. Got a big laugh. Right. I haven't oh. told Lloyd yet. I feel I should tell, I should explain to Lloyd. Yeah. This joke oh. has gone through two people and he's getting a laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's like real life retweets happening here. That That is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, but we don't want to make... Well, no, that's dangerous territory. We don't want to uh, get into the point where comedians are like, is oh, it stealing it. material or have I just retweeted your joke <laughs> with, with my mouth? That's a funny That's a funny grey area. It's not nicking material, it's just retweeting, isn't it? <laughs> and let me tell you, your joke got plenty of ticks. <laughs> plenty of likes. So can we just confirm that Mark Simmons is a joke thief? Uh, I think that's fair. And uh, I'll put that I on Twitter and retweet knowledge. it. Yeah. I think he's going to have to rename his podcast Joke Thief. <laughs> uh, I want to make it very clear, Mark Simmons is not a joke thief. Um, and a, an incredible joke writer. All and, good, apparently, at telling other people's jokes. <laughs> incredible joke writer slash thief. Um, Shall I go through my notes for you of what I came up with that I wanted to share? Yeah. Wait, hang on. So you want to exclude me from my own podcast? You just want to read out your thoughts on music. Just so, sorry, Barry. Thanks for coming point. on. <laughs> point, by, point by point, and I play no part in it. Just let me know when you finish, then I'll wrap up. No, no. Go on. Yeah, get, get, just get John Allen on here just to finish off for me if you like. He can just yeah, come yeah. and just sing me out. Oh no, you should. Listen so to him, but yeah, so I didn't want to be one of the people to message you and then go. Oh, by the way, I forgot everything. Oh, good on uh, you. Because oh. so far we've got to here. <laughs> Fourth line. Your running order of this podcast. Let me know where we're at. Yeah, go on. Slag off Mark Simmons. Let's tick off that bit. Yeah, tick right. that. Bomb bomb and um, ran. You wrote that on the train and just passed it yeah, off. You yeah. just thought of it. Well done. We've Hopefully all done that on he stage. mentions the Beach Boys connection to Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. You set me up. Um, Vampire Weekend, you a fan of them? No, I don't really know. I know of them, but I don't know. Right. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, no. Don't know them. I think, I think their uh, main singer is called... Main singer, lead singer is called Ezra. I think maybe I know that. <laughs> yes. You think maybe you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I went to see them live, though, last... Uh, Last time it was legal. Whenever we could, I went yeah. to see. Uh, I went to see them at um, Ali Pali. I've never been. Oh no, I have been. 
No, I haven't. No, I haven't. No, no, I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Um, um, uh, hang on, hang on. Scottish, Scottish. Cinnamon. Oh, Jerry, Jerry Cinnamon. Jerry Cinnamon. I'm going to see oh, him. Oh, that'll Pally. be good. So I've never been to Ali Pally. I've oh. heard it's really nice. So it's really good. Saw them there last time. It was legal, as in quite yeah. close to lockdown. Or yeah, I think 2000 and late 2019. Oh, nice. So that was would that have been your last live gig you went to? That was my last live gig. Yeah. Oh, was them? That was amazing. I'm re- I get, every now and again now I'm getting real. Do you know what I saw the other day? I saw uh, they showed that they did that Glastonbury thing. Uh, oh, see right. any of that? I only caught a little bit. I caught a little bit of Coldplay doing Glastonbury, doing a field with no audience, with just like a light <gasps> show around them, and it looked incredible. And it wow. really and, I, and I've never been to Glastonbury, but it made me feel sad that Glastonbury's not happening, even though I've got no interest in going to Glastonbury. I don't know why I'm, I'm not one of them people. That. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm surprised by myself by that. But um, yeah. I don't, I don't like, I don't like queues and fields. Um, so not my thing. <laughs> don't like mud. Don't like mud, and I don't like queues. Um, but yeah, but it did make me sad and miss live music. Um, right, that's your last one. That, that, but yeah. So I've heard, it's a great name, isn't it? Vampire Weekend. But I don't really know much of their stuff. And- um, they're very good. They've got a really good. I've got a album of theirs. The last one they brought out is called Father of the Bride. Um, so it's it's over. I think it's over two. Uh, records on the vinyl but it's um it's really nice really nice to listen to okay. i get I don't, I don't know really the actual definition of a concept album but it's certainly uh, sort of i'm not quite sure either i think a concept album is basically like uh <laughs> I, to put it in comedy terms is like an edinburgh show it's the difference between an hour of right. material and yeah. an actual show with a right. start a middle and end and everything links together yeah, okay, that would so be would you say for a, comedian, a Grand that... Don't Come For Free is a concept album? Which one? A Grand Don't Come For Free, The Streets. Oh, I don't know that. I know The Do Streets, know but I don't know that album. So it's literally about him losing a £1,000, and it was on, I think it was on the fireplace, and he doesn't know where it is. And it's, so the whole starts with A Grand Don't Come For Free, and then it's all songs in it where he's, like, ha- having a bad day. He's just trying to, like, what is it, something like... um. Uh, tries to take the DVD back, opens the oh. case, he's left the DVD at my place. Today I have achieved absolutely now. I've just been out of the house, I've lost out. If I wanted to end up with more now, so I've just stayed in bed like I know how. And it's like that failure. Right. But the whole thing is him looking for where this ground has gone. Right. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that would be that would be a concept album. Right, yeah. there you go. Okay, cool. I've always wondered how that went. Yeah, and well, one of the main, like the first ones to do it famously is the Beatles Sgt Pepper that's right. supposed to be a concept album it's supposed to be about their become this other band Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band oh. and it starts off and they're doing like a show and it's uh, but they openly admit that it then just became tracks but it's got yeah. to start that Sgt Pepper <laughs> and it ends like on a reprise that makes it all feel like one thing where so the, that is an Edinburgh show. That is an exactly. <laughs> that's exactly the point I'm making. It's. I've got so, this one as well. Sorry, I can hear you. So yeah, our, a lot of albums. Yeah, like a lot of Edinburgh shows, they might come across as, you know, quite high concept. Of that, but yeah. it's really just songs. Yeah, if you listen to that, mi- mi- the middle forty minutes, that's just yeah. material. 
<laughs> yeah. I've got uh, this one. So that would be, wouldn't it? Ziggy Stardust yeah. and Spiders from Mars. I think that's what he was going. He tried to do stuff like that, didn't he? Do you know what the Spiders from Mars were? No. So it was a football match, I think, in like the 50s or 60s. Um, I think it was in South America. And basically, there were all, all these people in the stadium watching a game. And this big thing came over uh, the stadium and it just sort of like floated over and disappeared. And everyone thought it was like aliens coming, didn't know what it was. But it was a load of migrating spiders, like thousands of them, oh, all right. floating together through the air. And so they became this thing, and that's what spiders from Mars. Uh, that's, oh, what it, wow. that's what it is. So I did some research. <laughs> See, that, it's that kind of thing in music where if you can completely just enjoy a song for a song, but yeah. isn't it nice finding things like that out and going, oh. That is nice. You're, you're so correct. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so that's my closest thing to like a comedy nerd. Oh God, don't thank me. Thank you. Make it, make it sound like I've just introduced you to music as a thing then. Thank you. I've not been experiencing it properly. It's taken for you to open my eyes. I now don't understand. Know. Yeah, but I didn't know that. That's a great, that's a great fact. Oh, there we go. Good music um, fact. So where are we in your running order of this show? I'll, I'll do a couple of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realise I was taking the piss out of you, then it just carried on. I just carried on. I was like, yeah, fine, yeah, sure, sorry, yeah. Um, so these are my bands at the minute that I'm into. This is this bit here. Oh. So this is uh, yeah. <laughs> Vampire Weekend. Sports Team. Do you know Sports Team? No. Um, very good. They have a good album called... Um, Deep Down Happy. See, straight away, I don't know why, one of the first... Do you need to know this about a band? Do you need to know where they're from? I don't know why I need to know that, but I want to know where yeah. they're from. Where are they from? Well, the only thing that's put me off, and I think this maybe might do the same with you. So I did some Googling of them a while ago, because I think maybe I'll, I am starting to, and also there I've had go. a lot of free time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they have a really good song called Here's the Thing. And it's actually really cool because it's all about the things you're told when you're younger. And um, yeah. and then one of the lines in it is really good. It's that they literally sing, say the line, football's coming home. <laughs> like one of the things that you're missold. Yeah. Um, so I did some Googling of them, actually. And it's and I, I had one review from them in The Guardian, I think it was, that said that um, sports team just can't quite shake off their privilege. And I think they all went to Oxford's. Um, and I went, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I admit, and sometimes I'm ashamed of it, I do do that a lot. Mm. Where I want a band to have come from a council estate and, yeah. to, uh, and to have really, you know, had no chance and turned themselves around with music. That's what, that's yeah. what you want. Mm. But then, but then, uh, is that being, is that, I remember I had this, I had this discussion once with, he probably doesn't remember it, it was Stuart Goldsmith. About, he was telling me about fuck. What's he called? Scottish mad comedian Phil. 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 Um. Oh, mad. I don't know. Proper mental comedian. Um. K. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Oh, Phil K. Thank you. Um. And they go, and everyone says how how experimental and mad he is, and all that. And then Stuart Goldsmith told me, yeah, he's quite well off. He's quite rich. Oh, and his house yeah. is all paid for and all that and I was like well yeah we could all be mad and experimental if you've got nothing if you've got nothing on else it. to do yeah, we could all do yeah. that 
And he, but then he made the point with music as well. If you're a privileged musician, but then does that deny you the right to be artistic? Just because sometimes you're born into mm-hmm. privilege, you're born rich. It's not your fault. Yeah. So that means what for life? You're not allowed to be artistic now because you've you've got money. That means mm-hmm. you're not you're exempt. And on some levels, that's right. That's not fair to then exclude them. But on some yeah. levels, yeah, bollocks to you if you can. If you, I mean, we can all we can all just go, go and play gigs. If yeah, got, that's it. There's nothing yeah. riding on it. It's then, the same with actors, isn't it? A lot of actors have that. Like they obviously can, they can all afford to go to Rad or the Central School of Speech and Drama. They can all afford to do plays and you know for 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 Rand or do short films and build up a showreel because they're not having to work and do other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's why a lot of those sort of break through because they can afford to. Yeah, we well, should maybe go to like charity shops and buy a load of guitars and just start dropping off in council estates. Yeah. What, what, oh, like UNICEF for music. <laughs> Instead of building wells. Give a man a fish. Um, but it, but it is, that is an, it is an interesting one. I have that and it's like yeah. inverted snobbery, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I have... Uh, you know, like I for a while I wasn't that into Radiohead because I was like, ah, just posh boys from Oxford, but that's not fair. You know, yeah, say that because they're, they're talented posh. Yeah, beeps from Oxford. Yeah, maybe it's because we're in comedy and it's rife. We yeah. just hate it in other things. It is rife. Well, that's the thing with Edinburgh people. Got people who do amazing yeah. Edinburgh shows can afford. Mm. Someone said to uh, I can't remember what comedian it was. Well, how come you've managed to do like nine Edinburgh's in a row and he said well my dad pays for it it's like well you know we could all improve and yeah, be like you'll that you'll do that yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I my th- dad couldn't pay for it <laughs> but yeah, you know uh, no, I don't I'm, know I've never I'm still paying pay for it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> if not financially still emotionally um, but um, yeah but so where, where are they f- they're, they're you don't know Oxford where they're from something. though okay no but, London probably but that that I had that with Mumford and Sons, their first album. That they oh. were, they're, they're quite posh boys. But I yeah. just completely said, yeah. But when an album's that good, it's that good. I'm yeah. bothered. But then the sec the, the albums after that, it just went all a bit. You know, it all went a bit folk by numbers, didn't it? It went a bit yeah distressed, distressed furniture for the sake of it. Um, and then didn't one of them tweet something about I don't know some sort of Nazi sympathizer or something recently? I don't know. I don't oh know really? Attention. Oh, no, no, ignore that. So they did something. I don't know. Someone had written a book and they tweeted about it saying it was a good read and everyone was like, you probably shouldn't say that or something. And it was like, I don't know, something yeah, bad. Doesn't mean you agree with it. Mine camp is yeah. a good read. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean I'm a Nazi. Um, Have you read it? No. <laughs> I, I assume it's a good read. It sold a few, isn't it? <laughs> have you read it that was a good point you really called me out there and I crumbled yeah I had nothing of course I haven't read it um, you know I've, I've got I've got Jack D's autobiography to read I've still not read that oh, yeah. probably, I'm probably going to read that before Mein Kampf there I've said it <laughs> is that his uh, new one or his original one the first one the one that was mainly about the, all the jobs he's had yeah because the one that just came out this week isn't it that's what I was confused by is there yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I've just yeah, oh, is called there? Man off the te- or off the telly. I think it's called. Yeah, I, I, I is he like sort of bemoaning that he's not on telly much? Oh, I don't think so because he seems to still be on it a lot, isn't he? That's what I, I was think he's just say, come on, yeah, 
yeah. Like, I hate when comedians. It's do his that. mind like, camp. <laughs> like Andrew Lawrence had that show. His mind camp. Yeah. Andrew Lawrence had that show. Too ugly to be on telly or whatever. It's like you've been on live at the Apollo, yeah. mate. Yeah. You've been on telly. No, I think he was just saying he's that. Yeah, that's who he is. That bloke because he still does. He did Ranganation the other day and he does Cats as Countdown stuff. He's still around. Jack D. Yeah. Jack D. He's on loads <laughs> like, of stuff. But then he's yeah. But then he's brilliant. That's why. He's amazing. And that first autobiography is so funny. It's actually like a laugh out loud book. No, I book. need to read that. There's a bit where, I won't ruin it for you, but when he is in, it's he, all, all you need to know is my favourite bit is he is in a hotel room in 1997 and you'll know which bit I'm talking about and it's so funny. Okay. Brilliant. I look um, forward to that. So where, where are we on your list? Uh, oh, yeah. So hang on. Uh, Jamie T. Sports, sports, sports. Oh, yeah. Sports team. Sports team. It's a weird mm. name, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But you like, so but, I should give them a go though, try and ignore their privilege. Try not Yeah, Deep Down Happy is a very good album. Okay. Okay, that sounds If good. we're looking for album recommendations, actually, do you know the band The Struts? Oh, fuck it. I thought you were going to say The Strokes. <laughs> 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 do you know the band The Strokes? I thought this is going to turn this conversation. <laughs> the Struts, I've heard of them. They're quite, and they're quite young. I, I, I think they're quite new. They're not been going long, but they are. I like they. They're very influenced by like Queen, the Rolling yeah. Stones. I think probably the Strokes, and they are just their their first album, the one or maybe the album that came out in 2016 at least, is absolutely incredible. It's called I think it's called Everybody Wants, and that I can't believe they're not massive. I think they're from Derby. Oh, um, yeah, I think they're they're a bit proper, but I think they're big in America because I, well, I follow them on sort of Instagram. I say sort of just on Instagram, and they seem to always be doing really big gigs over there because right. they're very what the Americans would want from like a British rock band. Right. Okay. And I can't believe right. they're not massive. They're really cool. It, it's quite sort of the darkness esque. They're big. It's, the lead singer is incredible. But weird that they just did a duet with Robin Williams. But um. No, right, no. I guess, so I guess they're not snobs. They're just sort of happy to be involved, I think. Uh, <laughs> happy to be there. But yeah. I, I think they are... So, and whenever, I, whenever I've put them on, people have always got... That's the one band people have always gone, who's this? Right. And then they always tell me, I'm now really into them. Oh, okay. They're pretty... Yeah. Bands that quite instant. Well, I suppose that big rock and roll, they're going to be, aren't they? That big... Yeah, I think the best song to listen to to get into them would be, there's a song called Could Have Been Me. Right. And it's just, it starts, it goes, and you're off. And it's just like, it would be, yeah, it's just such a, it'd be a great, I don't know, maybe a great end of a show. Right. Like, yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a, it's amazing. Oh, I do that. I do that sometimes where I hear a song, uh, I think, oh, God, I can imagine that at the end. Do, 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 do. <sighs> you hear yeah. A song, like, I bet that's good live. Yeah, like that. that's it. Yeah. You'd, yeah. You just, you, and in fact, funnily enough, one of the best bands I've ever seen live were The Killers. Um, and I couldn't tell whether they were going to open with like I can't remember which song it was I was like will they open with that or will they when you were young when we were young when we were young when uh, you were young that one when you were maybe young. it's that yeah, when we were yeah that one he, yeah that feels doesn't like doesn't look a, a thing like Jesus but yeah. they in in the end they bookended it they opened with it and then they came back and did it as an encore when everyone was already concept up anyway at the end. gig it's a concept yeah. gig it's an Edinburgh show <laughs> It's an Edinburgh show. Uh, and the next bit, they said, when you weren't as young, 
because we were about two hours older <laughs> <laughs> it's a long show we're not young anymore that's when you're overrunning uh, people start heckling with that we're not young now Brandon come on there's a curfew mate um, but they are amazing live. I've never seen them. I really want. To. I I was. I think I've said this before. I was. I was a massive fan. Their first two albums. The second mm. album. I remember the second album. I got um, a cup was out like a couple days before my birthday. I think October must be a time where people release albums a lot. It must be they've worked oh. out in the music business. A lot of albums come out in October. Christmas I presents. Know, is I don't that know if right? it's coming up to Christmas to get it big for crit or i don't know yeah. but it always seems to be a lot of albums out around my birthday so i'm always like brilliant i'm getting that i'm getting that I'm getting oh that. nice and i remember getting the new jet album i loved jet oh yeah getting the new killers album and i thought i would like the jet album more i thought i was more mm. excited about that but i was so obsessed with the killers album i just didn't listen to the jet album for weeks right but then the killers yeah. went really sort of sort of a gay club anthem for a while yeah around 2008 yeah when it was started being wrong uh, with that? was it uh, are, we, are we human yeah or am I human or are we human or are we dancer bit, yeah it just went a bit you know men lifting their shirts up in a club um, for, <laughs> well I think the worst for me I think the worst transformation was Maroon 5 from songs about Jane to just like complete like songs like Sugar and all this stuff but Songs yeah. About Jane was so cool and just a really nice album. And yeah. then they went so poppy. And his arms just got bigger and bigger and bigger for each oh, album, yeah. I think. And so, <laughs> so he could just start taking his shirt off. Because he was like really scorny at the start and he was a lot more likable. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, he's doing very well for himself, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a you can't have a really muscly in shape singer, can you? No, it doesn't doesn't work, does it? No, they need to be they need to be the underdog on some level. Well, no, actually, you you want a cool rock star, but they're all a bit the coolest rock stars. Who's the coolest rock stars? Johnny Marr, for yeah. a start. Modest He's man. small, thin. Uh, yeah, you Noel want a wiry, don't you? Liam, who's who's the best front? Like Mick Jagger, skinny. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. There's no like. He's been to the gym, rock star. You don't really want that, do you? And unless I guess the only one you'd ex- you'd ex- you would um, accept would be like Springsteen, mm. where he's got yeah. those nice big arms. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> we, we just both sounded like little boys then. <laughs> I'm just about arms. to say to you. So I've gone on to six percent. So for the rest of the podcast, can I just be just on my AirPods so that I don't have to suddenly yeah. disappear? So well, the sound quality will go. But the that's all right. We'll, uh, oh, story quality will remain. Adds a bit of excitement to this podcast. We've got to get through your set list of what you want to talk about <laughs> in within six percent. What an edge! But, I don't um, want to suddenly disappear. Right, quickly then. So let's rattle through oh. the rest because we've got about. Right. We should it wrap just up come up about. to say your battery's low and it will soon turn. So let me just the sound quality will dip. I'm so sorry to producer Paul and you, of course. No, that's all right. I might disappear. Oh, there you are. You're back. My back? Is that that yeah. quickly? Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. There we go. Lovely. Oh, I... Hopefully it does sound worse, because otherwise I've wasted like 120 quid on this thing. <laughs> it just sounds the same with the AirPods. <laughs> yeah, we're all invested during lockdown on the equi- on equipment we would never have otherwise bought. No, and We want to get our money's gonna... worth. Yeah. It might be a long time I've ever used this. Yeah. I, but, uh, right. So where, where are we? Let's... Uh... 
Ooh, Jackson C. Frank. No. Old, old guy. Older guy. Um, well, I will say there's spoiler alert, dead now. I don't know if you can no. use spoilers with people's actual lives, but he's dead. Um, it was a spoiler but... for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, it probably was actually relief. If you read his Wikipedia page, it is one of the saddest things you will ever read. Oh, yeah. um, he. So did you see the film The Joker? Just the other day. Watched oh. it for the first time the other day. Well, you might recognise something. They use his songs in it. Oh. Um, well, his so name bleak. is Carnival. Uh, right. Or is it My Name is Carnival? My Name right. is Carnival. But to us, it's his name. But to him, it's my name. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, really sad, but really beautiful music. And he basically recorded one album, which was produced by... Uh, Either Simon or Garfunkel. Would that make I would sense? say uh, Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Right, Probably. okay, cool. Do you I know who used to get Simon and Garfunkel mixed up with the magicians? Who are those two? Oh, I know you mean, but yeah. Uh, Penn and, Pen and Teller. <laughs> yeah, I think they're the same people. <laughs> yeah, bridge over troubled water and then they cut each other in half. Classic. What a show. <laughs> Concept. Yeah, I um, so he is amazing. But read his Wikipedia page; it's very sad. But his songs are incredible. So okay. him, big fan. Um, right. And then I will say because I think I should have um, just so you know, because it's a musical. Common People is my favourite song of all time. Pop, Common People is your favourite yeah. song of all time. Yeah, I could. That, I, could. I just absolutely love it. I can't. I can't see why anyone would argue with that. Oh, uh, good. It's a big, it's a big statement. It's favorite song of all time. I can never commit to that. I admire you that you can oh, make re- that kind of statement. And I was just saying that the other day to someone about we just, you know, when song titles and albums and that just become sort of abstract in a way because you're sh- so used to them. But when yeah. you actually, when you actually think about it, imagine now a song on the radio. Someone saying, "What's it called? It's called Common People." You'd be like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. Cheeky bastards, or what, they, what do they mean, common people? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you'd, you'd go, oh, is this like a thing against shiny, happy people? Yeah, well, but yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's one of them. There's a there's a little documentary about the making of that song. That's oh. really, really good. I've got um, plenty to research up to this. YouTube it, YouTube that. I think I saw that on YouTube. Um, it's a great story, isn't it, as well, about Pulp, about I've met the drummer, if you do Last you? Laugh in Sheffield, Last yeah. Laugh in Sheffield, uh, and you go to, and you do the Lescar, he lives just down the road and he comes to the comedy quite a lot. It's a lovely bloke. Him and his oh, wife, lovely. Um, I just trying to get booked for that. Yeah, so oh, you should him. on the strength of that. But um, uh, I, I love that. Talk about common people. They've been going a long, long time, haven't they, Pulp? And then they got uh, Glastonbury because someone pulled out, Strokes or someone pulled out. Really? Before, like a few days before. And that made the mass not the Strokes because they were on ages before that. I think it was Stone Roses. Um, John Squire oh. broke his arm. That was it. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then um, Pulp played that. They'd been going for years and years and years and just doing pretty well, doing good. Yeah. And then went massive because of that. That's amazing. But yeah, that, they, I mean, as a festival band. Yeah, they've got that Sheffield, that. Sheffield quintessential English. Thing. Yeah. I love that. Like elbow. Yeah. Arctic yeah. Monkeys have got lyrics that only English people could write. Yeah. And again, a wiry front man. Yep. He so yeah, yeah. ticks the box. Ticking all the boxes. 
Good. Um, what a statement to make. The Flaming Lips. Yeah. I discovered much. those during lockdown. Oh, a recent discovery. Yeah, right. funnily enough, they've got um, one of their albums called, um, it's like the Soft Bulletin or something, soft, soft Bulletin. There's a song on it called Race for the Prize. I can't believe it wasn't used loads because it was, um, the, the opening of it is two scientists are racing for the sake of all mankind, both of them yeah. side by side. And this is about them trying to come up with something to save mankind. I was like, yeah. this is literally what's happening at the moment. Like, <laughs> I thought it was like a new song that had come out. Um, and then they have a, uh, definitely what you consider a concept album, which I've been trying to find as a vinyl for years. It's called Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. All right. And it sounds like it's going to be so like wanky, but it's so good. It's All really right. good. And they do very weird stuff where they release one album, but the album, like a special edition, came in like a gelid skull that you had to cut open and take like the tape out. And it was like in there, they do like, all these like very like big things from oh, like, yeah. their fans. They're really cool. Yeah, um, I bet their management love that. Like, That's going to cost a fortune. <laughs> yeah, thinking. yeah, we're working at a loss here, lads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the uh, the uh, production cost for that, that's that's mental. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that if you had a ticket. How did you get into um? How did you get into them during lockdown? What? I think I was just listening to like you know on Spotify you just go onto like indie oh, okay. playlist or something and then yeah. something. I'm, I'm, in fact, I remember I was walking through the park and that came on and I was beaming. I was like, the, these lyrics are incredible. I couldn't stop smiling. I was like, maybe I'm becoming like a comedy nerd. I was like, this is like doing something to me. I was like, they're so funny. They're so well written. I was like, this is, and there's also lots going on, which is good for my head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Lo- lovely that moment. When oh, you walk, yeah. When you can remember exactly where you were and what you were looking at when you hear a song and it makes yeah. you sort of makes you stop what you're doing. I have that yeah. where I'll be in the kitchen cooking or something and something will come on and you have to go, oh, turn that, turn that down. Let that simmer. What's going on here? <laughs> turn that down. Turn that up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm working the dials here because this is a good tune. Literally DJ and the cooker and the radio. That would be a great show. Yeah, cooking yeah. and music. That is what you need. Oh, Oh, well, hang on. We'll we'll, uh, we'll email after this. We're going to put together a TV format. <laughs> it does sound a little Alan Partridge desperation. <laughs> Cooking music. Monkey tennis. <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah, right. it's like cool Sunday brunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so we, we should... Uh, Friday we should, dinner. We should wrap up here. So what, what I think right. would be a good way to end the podcast is you go quick fire through your notes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the Streets. Yep. What an amazing lyricist. Yes. Um, have you heard his song, Never Went to Church? No. It's Don't about the streets. his dad dying. And it's the one of the few songs that will make me cry. Because no, um, he's talking that. about the fact of like, how he like dissipate, and he's, he's basically going through the things of I've got nothing to remind me of you, and then there's a lyric, and it says, and then I re- he realised when I do something, you'll be on my mind all through because I forgot you left me behind to remind me of you, and it's like oh, there's little nice. things on the way building up, like uh, Mum says sometimes me and you, you pull the same, like we'll do the same thing, or she sees me, yeah. like it builds up to it, and then he gets the realisation that oh, I'm what you've got. Oh, the uh, battery's not. I was just realised my charger's not turned on. 
So <laughs> wow. <laughs> I looked into someone two percent. God, this is um, And then there's a very good one about his breakup, which is such a good line about his uh, his relationship. We first met through a shared view. She loved me, and I did too. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then they did a new album that came out in 2020, which, I mean, as a lyric, you could say is a little bit questionable, but it's so funny. It would be an incredible joke. It actually is. It's an incredible joke. I'm only with her for her personality, which is good because she has about three. <laughs> that is a good joke. <laughs> that is incredible. That is a good joke joke. It's amazing. I've, yeah. been sa- I've said that about songwriting. Sometimes it... There's a, there is a. I think that's why comedians are obsessed with music, and musicians mm. are quite quite often fascinated with stand up because there's a bit of crossover and a tiny observation, yeah, and putting that in a way that people relate to it, yeah. So that's in music and stand up, yeah. I think a lot of that. I think people like Streets, Jamie T does that a lot, yeah. um, Arctic Monkeys, and Eminem. Yeah. I reckon sort of. I'd say the big four. Oh, where I yeah. go. That is a great line. Like yeah. I would, yeah, yeah. If I was Mark Simmons, I'd have that. <laughs> but, but I've got too much honour, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's... Oh, and the other thing I was going to say was um, I recently uh, rewatched the Sh- uh, Sh- Sugar Man. Have you watched that documentary? I was searching for Sugar Man. Yeah. Yes. I've not oh, watched it for my- ages. I lent it to Jared Christmas. No, 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 no. No, I'm absolutely wrong there. He told me about it. I lent him Anvil and he never watched it or gave it me back. <laughs> I got that the wrong way round. But he went on and on about that and it is that's a good that's a good recommendation for anyone listening who wants a good music documentary. Oh yeah. That moment that's when obviously we can't give any spoilers. But yeah. just the song I wonder that when it that yeah. starts coming oh my god, it's amazing. So I've got that as a vinyl as well. I picked that up. I don't, what's the right language? I got that as a vinyl, on vinyl? On vinyl, I think. On vinyl. As a vinyl, as a CD. As a CD. You don't say I've got that on CD. No. I've got that as I've a CD, that. I've got that on vinyl. On vinyl. Right, cool, I've got Spotify. <laughs> need to make sure, but need to prepare next time I'm going to a record store so I know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get your lingo right, get your mask on, your hat down, and uh, uh, just, just assume that Oasis wrote it. <laughs> for god's sake um hey jake uh I, i'm glad we got through all of what you wanted to say Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last fi- everything. yeah the last 15 minutes is not the sound quality that paul the producer would have liked but uh and your battery quality your battery's still there oh content quality absolutely bang on <laughs> But um, it's great talking to you, mate. And um, mate, you too. And I look for this is going to be a good playlist for the episode. Yeah. Oh, so, oh lovely. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're doing it. Um, thank you, mate. Talk to you soon. Right. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> A podcast from producer paul.co.uk.